Over six years, Graham Corns has sat down with some amazing guests. He's walked in space. Andy Thomas. From the world of politics. Our former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. South Australia's own Christopher Pine. Welcome to the program. <laughs> the Honourable Julie Gillard. We're going to have to add an hour to this show, Cornsy. <laughs> Entertainment. Andrew Farris, how are you? Larry Emder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Cole is my guest, folks. You know this is going to be a lot of fun. And sports. Dawn Fraser, you legend. Thank you for joining me. We have a legend in the studio, Sean Burgoyne, the one and only Rick Davies. <laughs> I've been listening to your conversations for weeks. We've heard the stories that made you laugh. Can we do this without swearing, do you think, or not? Oh, John. <laughs> and made you cry. You're making me cry, stuff. <laughs> I'm making myself cry. I'm usually quite brave about this. This week on 5AA, Cornsey welcomes his 500th guest to the conversation. Today is a special event. 500 fascinating guests and counting. Conversations with Cornsey. Weekdays from 12.30 on Adelaide's 5AA. It's a notable day in the history of 5AA today because a little bit later will be the 500th time this has been played. 1395. Adelaide's 5AA. This is Conversations with Cornsey. It's a long-form interview career that now eclipses what was a pretty remarkable footballing career. Uh, Graham, at least in longevity, Graham Corns, good morning to you. G'day, g'day, Will. How are you? Well. Thanks for having me. Um, how, many idea, how many names did you start with? Because I'm guessing it wasn't 500. Definitely not. It's, and that's really, because there's only two new ones recorded every week, and it's mm. just added up, and all of a sudden there's, <laughs> 500. So you started with the usual ones that you really wanted to interview, like Russell Ebert and Barry Robin were first. And they said no. They just said no. So, But gradually it was, you know, uh, over the years, some really, really interesting people, great musos um, said yes. And people, famous people who came to town were happy to come into the studio. Uh, COVID slowed us down a little bit, but that also gave us greater opportunity with Zoom and being able to go all over the world in that. So instead of just having to be in the studio, then we could do them from anywhere. So it's been amazing. It's been just a, a real privilege to be able to do it, to be quite frank. It must be hard to go back through so many, Cornsey, and tease out the ones oh, yeah. that you love the most. But have you got a handful <laughs> of favourites? Have you got have you got some that you that really stayed with you? Kate Ellis was good when she told the story about going on this date and getting the door, seeing the date in a white suit. And really <laughs> you know. Oh, I thought that one was rubbish. <laughs> but where do I start? The ones that made you cry, like Glenn Scott, the lady who'd been terrorised and had such atrocities perpetrated on her when she was a little girl, but still was um, had a charity to help people who'd been victims of sexual abuse. Marvin Kane, the former third coach, told the story. He lost his daughter and his wife within a fortnight to, to suicide. But if you ask me for the for my favourites, as distinct from the ones I had the most fun with, uh, obviously Russell Ebert. Mm. I'd asked him right from the word go to do it, and then when he got sick, I didn't dare ask him. But he heard Barry Robin. Barry, Barry rang us one day and said, "Look, um, I'll, I'll do it as long as it's, I can do it live. It's the 50th anniversary of the '72 Premiership, and it was my 21st birthday." So Barry came in. That I think Russell heard that. And to go, Lisa and I went down, took all the gear down to Russell's um, house at West Lakes, and we sat in his studio and we just talked. We just talked for two hours. It was a totally different format to the ones we normally do, which have to time out. Um, it was so sad. It was just so sad because 
he was ailing. You could, you, you just knew he was ailing. So that was, I guess, the most special one. Mm. Jane Riley telling her, you know, sitting by her, you know, her husband had just expired. So yeah. she's sitting all night. Curls, I've never seen Neil Curly get emotional, you know, and, but he did. And then, of course, what's happened subsequently, that was good. It's mm. not good. It was, it was so. Well, it's a record, it's a record of his life. Exactly right. Richard Harris, the cave diver, was fantastic. Andy Thomas was terrific. The most fun ones um, were the musicians who came in with their, some brought their guitars in, and I brought my guitar, and they tolerated me. They tolerated my. Vicar <laughs> <laughs> and Linda Bull were fantastic. James Rain was great. Becky Cole was fantastic. Russell Morris. CJ Ramone came in. One of the Ramones came in. And, uh, oh, and really? I haven't heard that one. He was, well, he was great. He's the last the living Ramone, isn't he? Because uh, Marky's dead, Dee Dee's dead. Is yeah, dead? Uh, Johnny's dead. There might be one. I think there's two left. But he did a concert down at the Arts Centre, the, the, the Lion Centre. I actually went along to it. <laughs> to be quiet. Um, they played 20 songs in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the, same, the, the same chords. Vicar <laughs> right. and Linda Bull were fantastic, you know. Um, so it's been it's, it's been a privilege, but it's been so much fun. Then there's the sadness, the ones that I've um, interviewed who have since passed away, like our Governor-General Michael Jeffrey, Bob Hammond, you know, Robert Odie, a guy called Jack Treadray um, from the Broadview Footy Club, Keith Bradshaw, and of course Russell. So... I don't know. I don't know whether I, I just can't. I just can't describe how 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 much I appreciate the privilege of doing it. So, mm. what's what's in store for the five hundredth today, Stan? Uh, uh, we had to get someone special, didn't we? Mm. But but that, but Lance Armstrong wasn't available. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have our we have our premier Peter Malinowskis, who has oh, cool. an amazing story about. How he tracked down his aunt, like his his family had to, some of his family had to leave Europe really quickly, and I won't tell you. Uh, just no way you have to have to listen to it. But it's an amazing story. Not so much the politics of it, you know. His his, his family's life story is true. Plus, he's a he's a really good guy, you know. I mean, regardless of your politics, he's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Came in, gave us you know forty five minutes, which is which is about. Uh, which is about all he had, but he squeezed it in. So it's definitely one worth listening to. Not sure you've had a chance yet to comment publicly, Graham, on the um, uh, the, the the fact that the five double A sports show audience deigned to put you on the bench in the team of the uh, se- the team of the seventies. Any thought on that? Oh my gosh! I know. I, know. <laughs> I think too many Port supporters are voting on that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, all the best. Um, we're looking forward to today. You do a wonderful job. There's a real art form to long form interviewing, and um, you've got it down, Graham. You get some great stuff out of people. And um, long mate, we, we you know, hopefully one day we're talking about the thousandth episode. Thanks for coming I on. Might have to do. Might have to do you. Uh, Will definitely have to do. Have to do your dad. Do do him. I guess yeah. something interesting needs to happen to me first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Graham. Thanks, boys. Conversations with Cornsy, twelve thirty today. Cornsy could ask you about your acting career. And how you appeared she in the said, Adelaide Fringe once. What was what, what's the shortest episode of conversations he's ever done? <laughs> Should have asked him that. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, six to nine, five double A breakfast.